Well, hello and welcome to another episode of The Movie Men. The Movie Men podcast. That's, yes. You know, we've started all 15 shows pretty much exactly the same way, I think. Yes. Is it kind of one of those, if it ain't broke, don't fix it? Or sure. should we try something new at some point? Or if it's a dead horse, beat it some more. That's, like, I don't know. No? I don't know if that's a saying. Oh, okay. Uh, so a couple of housekeeping um, items. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Um, uh, Podbean is a thing that right. we, you're better at this. Okay, so we're on Facebook, so like us on Facebook. Yeah, we're we'll also post the link to that down below. On Podbean, so you can listen to us both through your internet browser. You can listen to us on there on Podbean. Which I won't post a link to because, well, you're already on Podbean if you're hearing this. He'll probably post a link, but... He also check. He might not. I'm not sure. What? What are you looking? What are you looking? What? Nope. Go ahead. You're fine. Go anyway, ahead. And um, check out the Podbean app. So go to your app store, download the app, look us up on it, follow us, subscribe, and check out some of our old episodes. Yeah, give in to the corporate overlords that make apps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another thing, Patreon. Uh, so Patreon is a service where you can go on and support the people that you love. Mm-hmm. Emphasis um, on support because yeah. we're not getting rich off of it. We're not. It's just no. to cover costs. No. So the way it works is two people get together like Pete and I mm-hmm. uh, and we provide a show that doesn't cost anything for you to listen to. Um, but it does cost something for us to put together. Um, there are all sorts of fun little hidden fees, um, which I... I'd be happy to break down at some point, but now is not the time or the place. Mm. Um, and so Patreon's just kind of a service where you can go on and uh, give some monthly support uh, to keep the shows that you enjoy watching or listening to running. Um, so we have a Patreon page now. Uh, there's a fun little thing associated. Well, there's a couple fun things about Patreon. So fun. One is you can give as much or as little as you'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, as little as a dollar and as much as your entire dowry. Um, the other really cool thing about Patreon is that there is a benefits system, uh, and we've set up some tiers. Can I tell you about, about my tears, Pete? Like your tears from your eyeballs? The or tears the I've tears been of... crying about how much sure. support we need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please no, tell uh, me. So we have four tiers. Sure. Um, we don't quite have the price points set out for those tiers, um, but all tiers are going to fall mm-hmm. within the, like the, the highest tier is going to be $10 a month. Sure. Um, so everything else falls kind of under that. So super, super affordable, mm-hmm. less than a cup of coffee a day. Right. Uh, so um, uh, actually almost less than a cup of coffee a week. Depends it's on... It's like a... Yeah, it's, depends it's definitely less than a Starbucks a week. Depends. It really depends. Oh, man. Starbucks is like seven fifty a cup. Yeah, it depends if a monkey pooped it out or not. That's... It's a cat. That's a, entirely different. So anyways, tier number one, um, which is almost certainly going to be a dollar a month. Sure. Um, we will send you mm-hmm. a personalized thank you. Yeah. A one-time personalized thank you. Sure. Um, tier number two, mm-hmm. which is probably going to be in around the three or four Ish. dollar range. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, you will get a one time personalized thank you on the show. We're going to give you a shout out. Mm-hmm. We're going to say your name, your address, social insurance number, all of the good things. List, um, so there'll be a form. There'll be a form that you can like provide all that information to us. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, so that's that's and you will also get the message sent to you. So like each tier that you achieve, you get that plus everything that came before it. Sure. Uh, tier number three, which is a super exciting one, and I think you know the the best value. Sure. Uh, is probably going to be like I don't know six or seven dollars uh, a month, and what that gives you is um, increased voting power. Mm. So at, at most weeks we do a vote on Facebook where you indicate what movie you want us to review next. Um, if you are a third tier supporter, not only will you get all the shout outs, mm -hmm. but all of your votes for each month that you support us count for three votes. Mm -hmm. So that's, I mean, quite often that, that would be a determining vote for right. us. Like we've had some close ones. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so tier number four gives mm -hmm. you everything that came before that. Tier number four is probably going to be like 10 bucks. Sure. Um, tier number four gives you everything that came before it, plus um, some sort of appearance on the show, whether it's in person mm. um, or right. we call you on Skype and, right. and we do, you know, sort of the, the, the 15 minutes of fame that sure. way, yeah. um, which would be really exciting for you to provide that 15 minutes of fame for Pete and I, because yeah. uh, we're not really in a position to provide that to yeah. you. No. I, I've thought about this, Brady. <clears throat> I would extend a challenge out. For those that think a dollar a month is too much, I am willing, and I'm not even joking, if 25 or 50 cents is more up your alley a month, because I think the dollar is the lowest you can go on that website, sign up for a dollar, and I will set up a, a ledger to calculate the how much I owe you, and once a year, I will give you the 50 cents per month back a month, either delivered on your doorstep in cash money or like with a co like one coffee every year. Pete has a newborn and so um, <laughs> he has a lot of time through the night to just think about things. Yeah, the coffee might come at like 3 a.m. Yeah, his I mind wanders. We'll talk. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm not that even is, joking. If someone, like someone seriously wants to donate like a quarter a month, I'm... I'm willing to find a way to make it work. Okay. That's my point. Uh, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, so one other... Uh, Piece of housekeeping. One other fun little tidbit. Can I can I drop it? Yeah. We have an honorary movie woman. Yeah. We're not alone in the universe. No. It turns out we're not the only... She's been awkwardly sitting to your, like, your entire spiel. I know. Just like <laughs> being like, why did I do this with yeah. my life? Oh, she's definitely regretting this. Very yeah. much. Um, <clears throat> we have Emily Mater with us today. Mm -hmm. Hello. Hey. Uh, so but, we. So you're gonna give her more of an intro, like? Uh, does she like have a what? middle name? Yeah, but sorry, I, I didn't seems, mean to play that. On the seems too, I'm, just, I'm gonna stop talking. Like a middle name? Yeah. It's Emily Bernadette Mater. Oh. Do you know what my middle name is? Judith. I probably do. Like if I. Janet. It no if. If Crink? it was said, I would probably go, oh, yes, of course. <laughs> uh, is it Dren? No. Mm -mm. No. Mm. I keep thinking Jolene, but I know that's not it. I just really want it to be. Sorry. I didn't. I think I'll just leave it a mystery. That's fine. Uh, I and think uh, it's Catherine. No. Oh, yeah. Catherine you found Yeah. You yeah. did. Yeah. There Actually. we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's look nice. at that. Well, Sorry. I've met my quota. Continue. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we've got so, her here. So yeah, uh, we actually let Emily pick the the category this week. We did. Um, yeah. and which which was what? Which was, which was what? What did you pick, Emily? Uh, I it's 
based upon true stories. That's right. Yeah, movie, is that what's actually yep, yeah, called? Yeah, mo- movies yep. based upon yeah. actual events, sure. things that really happened. Yeah. Um, and so our options were... Uh, the one was Imitation Game, which, which I believe was Emily's, Emily's suggestion. choice. Mm-hmm. Another, which was Brady's, was Finding Neverland. Yeah, there you go. Thanks for paying attention. Third was The Founder. Which got, sorry, which I think like got one vote, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just, you know, just deal with the fact that... Well, mine came in second, right? Who, who is my mom? So. Yeah. Yeah. My mom voted for my movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean... So. So really, you, you get to a certain get point. And to be fair, just... she didn't know that it was my pick, but well, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, the, f- the third was the founder. It's about right. the McDonald's uh, founder. Yeah, Batman mm-hmm. goes and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> takes over a fast food chain. Yeah, and in then retirement, Ryan from the office shows up, and then. The fourth option, which was, was a resounding winner. Which I, like, I could not believe. Clear I, winner. People I'm, jumped all over this. I'm not surprised, to be honest. Um, um, I'm not, we'll get into it, but I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not either. So anyways, catch me if you can. Catch me if well, you can. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's <coughs> kind of the one that we did. Yeah. So we uh, watched it. We watched it. Now, I had never seen this film before. Right. Uh, I was the only one in this group who hasn't seen the film. Okay, you you had seen it. Anyway? I had seen. Right. Yep. Okay. I had seen all four of the oh. choices. Yeah. There so. was there was no presenting anything new to her. I had not <laughs> seen Finding Neverland. No. No. Okay. Never seen it. Hmm. Don't you can adjust your recommendation. No, but okay. I can watch something different next week and then recommend that. Oh, very much so. Um, yeah. You so, psychopath. Uh, <laughs> I but going into this film, I actually not only had I not seen it. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about it. Ooh. It wasn't until last week that I knew, or it wasn't until I posted the poster for the movie online, right? That I knew that Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio were in it. Mm. I didn't know any of who else was in it, mm-hmm. and I had no idea what it was about. Right. Like not a clue. Well, so should we do our usual fashion where we walk through the movie, or I, I kind of want Brady's first impressions because he's the only one mm-hmm. who hasn't seen it. You guys steer, where, where do you want to go first with this? Emily, Brady, where should we go? I don't know. I, I can give like a really quick impression. Yeah, I'm just so curious. What, yeah, I mean, what? so right off the bat, I my first thought, like having, having I've watched a couple of movies lately mm. um, that kind of follow this non-linear right. storytelling thing. Sure. And uh, which I don't mind, but yeah. I think maybe I'm getting a little fatigued mm. with and so when that started happening, I was like, ah, oh. <laughs> I actually have to pay attention. A decent amount in this movie. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of cutting. Yeah, it, it kind of, yeah, we, we do we do a bunch of time jumps. Um, overall, I enjoyed it. Cool. Um, I, yeah, it, the fun thing, the fun thing about um, a movie that's based on true events. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for the record, we looked it up. Mm-hmm. I looked it up. Uh, yeah. And um, the interview with the guy who the film is about mm-hmm. uh, suggests that the film is about 80% accurate. Sure. Um, but other people who were maybe um, connected to the story but aren't as biased say, mm. no, it's a lot more accurate than that. So it's quite possible that Frank just like... Um, there's there's some details that Frank doesn't like that made it in. Would sure. be my interpretation of sure. that. 
Um, <laughs> but no, the, some face. I, the fun thing about a movie that's based on true events is that anytime something really crazy or outrageous happens in the movie, mm. it's that much more interesting. Right. Where you go, really? Mm-hmm. Like, that's nuts that a person actually did that. Right. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of my big takeaway is that there were, sure. there were a lot of moments yeah. where, uh, where Frank, uh, mm-hmm. or Leonardo DiCaprio's character, it's just really ballsy. Like mm-hmm. he just makes choices mm-hmm. and does things and gets away with things right. that r- just required a lot of, I'm just going to go for it. Right. And hopefully nothing horrible happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for the most part, like, yeah, it is the scene where he does get caught is fairly anti like it's not really, there's not a lot going on. No, it's not like he's in the middle of a big scheme while it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but no, I it 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 was it was good except for the one actor who was in this movie who should never be in a movie based on true events. <laughs> Walkins are welcome. Yeah, Christopher Walken mm. because there's no way there's no way that whoever he's playing is being accurate accurately represented by you know pineapple. I can't I can't do that but pineapple know, that was terrible but you know what I mean right like the 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 notion that. That the children of his character, who I guess in this case is Frank. Sure. Right? But Frank's looking at this going... That's not my dad. That's not what my dad... My dad didn't sound like he was (laughs) always halfway through a stroke. Like... Oh. Oh. Sure. I mean, not that I I love Christopher Walken, but... Oh, of course. But... Yeah. He's, you know... He's unique. Yeah. He's very unique. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, that's that's my seven and a half cents. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, worth every penny. <laughs> um, Emily, what did you think? Yeah, it had been a long time since mm. I'd seen this film. Um, I don't even know. Like, it, it came out in 2002, you yes, said. So, yes. I mean, I don't think I saw it much after that. So, I, yeah, it had been a long time. I'd pretty much forgotten most of the plot like i knew mm. that i knew that he was a con artist and right. i knew you know, all of that but yeah. but yeah it was nice to watch it again and kind of revisit mm-hmm. that because it is a classic like it's, it's becoming one and obviously yeah. with the amount of votes that it got it we're not alone in saying that it's becoming a classic i mean i think we can pretty much credit the votes to the fact that it's a movie with tom hanks and Fair. leonardo dicaprio in it yep. Leo. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I kind of knew as soon as I saw that it was one of the choices, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to win this one. <laughs> yeah. And Martin Sheen and Jennifer Garner. There's and Amy Adams. Amy, Amy Adams. Adams. Everybody yeah. is in this there's, movie. Oh, yeah. There's quite a few familiar faces, to say the least. Um, yeah. Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anyone else's opinion that you guys want to hear or just... Yeah, yeah, but they couldn't make it. <laughs> Pete had this one on DVD. I d- this is was this one of those dowry ones? No, so we've watched no, a couple no, no. of movies where I'm like, Pete, do you own this? And uh, or like the Notebook. When we watched the Notebook, I was like, he's like, I own it on DVD. I was like, of course you own the Notebook on. He was like, I got it in the marriage. It was a part of the dowry. <laughs> this was a movie that I owned, and it's up there for me. It's like one of my favorite movies. I'm not sure 
I can't put a finger on why it's maybe like watching it again tonight. I think I've changed. It's been a long time since I've watched it. So I'm wondering if my worldview has changed a little bit because there are some things I'm like, oh, it's not exactly how I remember it. But it's an entertaining movie, to say the least. Um, It's hard not to be enthralled with his wit, charisma and just his flow and intelligence. Just because we'll get into this, but like, dude, in real life, dude was 16 yeah, years old. 16 years old. 16 mm-hmm. years old. Now, part of that has to do with the setting. Like, the innocence of the 60s and the systems that were in place, quote unquote, really allowed for him to kind of have a heyday. So, so yeah, he was smart, but also it had to do with so, time. So, am I right in understanding that the retelling of the events, mm-hmm. right, yep. um, all kind of happened over the course of like a year and a half? Uh, like no, he's, he's it was six, about four years. Oh, okay, or two or four. Or but something. he's still like at at the most, he's twenty. Oh. he got caught at twenty one, I think. Yeah, okay. I think yeah. so. So, so five, either way, he was young. Four years. So because I so I looked it up. He's seventy one now. Yep, he's still living. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, not in prison. <laughs> no, he served. So his Wikipedia page talks about all of the sentences that he served. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so he was sentenced to 12 years, mm-hmm. four of which he served. Right. Um, and then I guess that's when he becomes the the check fraud guy right. for the FBI. And and even like in interviews of more modern day, like people ask, what, what was your most incredible feat? Like, which one was the best? And he goes, <clears throat> actually, my most incredible feat was turning what I did earlier in my life to what I did now both from a moral standpoint, but also, like, he's legit. He stated he's made, like, ten times the money he's done now making patents and technology oh, sure. compared to when he was fraudulent. And he made a ton of money fraudulently. Oh, like, and, and and probably royalties off the damn film. Sure, and like, the book, which he was yeah, based off yeah. of. Yeah. And, like, the job he has now, he wouldn't have had if he hadn't no. done Absol- all that other stuff no. before. So he, like, made himself a job, basically, by breaking the law. So, and ki- then, yeah. yeah so. Kids, if you're listening, don't bother with school or a trade yeah, or anything. Just become <laughs> a criminal and become so good that they have to pay you to teach you how good you are. So, yeah. So here's a question. Sure. Um, you're, you know, uh, let's do the math here. Sure. So you're Just in your mid, like, you're in your mid fifties, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. And, um, is some big movie executives approach you. Sure. And oh, they okay. say, Pete, we're going to make a movie about your, your younger years. Mm. We're going to make a movie about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're pretty sure we want Leonardo DiCaprio to play. <laughs> right. Are you... Are you cool with that? I mean, I don't know. What? Yeah, Are you kidding me? Sure, I, I'm, I'm thinking like I'm not the world's biggest Leonardo DiCaprio fan. Sure, but the fact like I think the fact that they've gotten anybody who's recognizable to play you. Oh yeah, right. Like often these movies have unrecognizable people yeah. because it it maybe adds if you if you see a movie based on true events and um, it's got. Nobody in it that you recognize. Ted Bundy it's got a from, bunch of. It's got Ted a bunch. Bundy from Nebraska is playing you. Yeah. Okay. What? I just made I don't up. Want a, Ted Bundy playing. I you. just made up a random example. Yeah, that's that's awful. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, we Continue. got this. We got this Continue. kid in named Dahmer. We're gonna, you know. <laughs> oh, but um, yeah. So typically they they get people who you've never heard of because sure. maybe that helps extend the illusion a little that True. you're actually seeing. 
the events. Do they though? All the ones that are coming to my mind are like well big actors. All the four that we picked were all big names. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. I I know there must be examples of that. I can't think of any offhand. Sure. But yeah, I can see. I can see merits to both sides. If I was the person, I'd want the Leo, someone of a mm-hmm. probably famous stature to you know. represent. Well, and likewise, like the probably. the guy, um, the FBI agent. Uh, who yeah. I would assume is no longer living just because of no. the age difference. So the and the actual character that Tom Hanks played was fictional, but there was an FBI agent that he befriended. So eventually. that's that's something else that I read. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who said that the film was like ninety nine percent accurate, right, said that the only part that wasn't was the fact that they they kind of combined a couple of characters, mm. right. So in order to in order to not um, overpopulate the film with a bunch of people. Um, right. They right. took right. they took the important roles that a bunch of people played sure. and said we're going to give it to this one person and let them you know right. be the and and something else that I read that was also inaccurate is was the whole subplot with his father because um, in reality when he left home that was the last time he saw his father alive and then he passed oh. away while he was on the run. Okay. But they kind of added in that subplot to kind of add the human element for A, the audience to kind of relate to, and B, it kind of had, it was rooted in some truth, like in the glamour and the, the everything that he was doing while he was living high off the hog, so to speak. He would go home to, to like, or a, not home, to an empty hotel room, and he would like break down and cry because he's like, well... Well, he's just a kid. He's just a kid. Yeah. He's just dealing with the ripple effects of his parents' divorce. Um, so it was a subplot that wasn't completely accurate, but it had some roots of truth. Well, and let's be honest, you don't cast Christopher Walken and then just use him for the first 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, like, well, that, there is a, there is a crime. That is a crime. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I've got like. Teeth? Not like phlegm. Oh, like, sure. You know, I don't know. I think it's coffee. Oh, yeah. The arsenic isn't mixed in well. <clears throat> like that, not phlegm, but you know when you need mm-hmm. to like clear your throat? Sure. Is that phlegm? Yeah. I guess it's phlegm. Yeah, it would be phlegm. Yeah, I'm phlegmy. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel I feel like one of the reasons it's so... It's becoming popular anyway, or at least we're perceiving it to be popular, is I feel at least the crimes that he pulls off, although morally sure he's stealing, he dev- like it's nothing major that he's directly inflicting harm on individuals mm. like it's a corporation yeah, that I guess they're, ripping they're off. not quite victimless crimes but no yeah. individual it's not like it's not a ponzi scheme stealing retirees pension funds yeah or something. nobody's nobody's going to go bankrupt no. as a result of his no. things no so you know that's that's a except for the substitute teacher <laughs> who had to pay to take like six buses and whatever yeah. to come substitute. and maybe that escort who paid yeah. $400 to worst $400 she yeah. ever spent <laughs> yeah 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 that's crazy yeah a lot of everything that he did at least if it's based on an ounce of truth is crazy I mean oh totally like yeah. every, everything in this is uh, like I said, it's just nuts. Yeah. Like some of the stuff that he he pulled off mm-hmm. to, I don't know, to have maybe already that kind of heat on you right. and then make right. the decision to have a career 
in a constantly inside of a courtroom like yeah i wouldn't want to be anywhere near the judicial system i would just want to like you know be making yeah just anything and, but and, that. and to have like to have what was it pan pan am was the yes yeah. the airline to yeah. have to have this airline aware of you sure and to be hosting these big like uh assembly type thing where you're recruiting them and then you're showing up in limos that have the company's logo on the side and that like sure he just really didn't hmm. hide no he no. was kind he of was hiding bold. in plain sight he and flaunting so it in front of everyone yeah well that's what that's what a good con man does right it's more yeah. it's it's honestly less about it's it's you know, distraction and, mm. you know, con artists are all about, uh, it's less about the crime they're actually committing and more just about right. uh, convincing someone yeah. to the break the rules for them yeah. or something like that. So, it, yeah, he just he just acted confident and yep. people believed him. <laughs> Do you know why the Yankees always win? It's because the other team's always looking at the pinstripes. Uh-huh. Did you, is that, you wrote that? No, that's good. His dad wrote that. And I know. <laughs> You're so mean. Let me tell me. you a story about two mice, Pete. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, isn't that a prayer? It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's one of the psalms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so bad. All right. Well, it was a good episode. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, no, I. You know. So, who directed this, Mister? Stephen Spielberg. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of him? Some indie guy. Some yeah. Guy, Small yeah. Kind of an unknown Sub Rosa kind of guy. Yeah. And the score? Jonathan Williams. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Another. Another you know, nobody. Try, Rando. Try, yeah. Trying to break through. Rand- career could go either way. Rando Calrissian. Rando Calrissian. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Oh it's really God. tired. We had a lot of technical issues. We, yeah. So like, we started really early in this evening, like to watch the movie yeah. and then record, and then we like there was a long gap between the movie and the episode. So Pete kind of Pete kind of dropped the ball from a tech standpoint. That's, what, what, that's not untrue. even remotely true. Uh, well, you're right, but it's not fair to blame things on the guests. It so sure I passed it over <laughs> here instead. Uh-huh. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Um, would you what would you guys consider this movie? Like it's kind of a obviously based on a true story, but is it more of like a heist criminal movie, or is it at its root like a coming of age story for him? What or a redemption story, or just a guy who just flew money around and had a good time? Like what what do you guys what do you guys think? Is is our is con movie a genre? I don't know. I don't know if aren't it's a genre. You guys are doing that, aren't you? We did a heist. Oh, a heist. heist That's maybe. different. Okay. I mean, so so you guys enjoyed that. Like, what what at its core? Why did you guys enjoy it? Like, what what was Leo. it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brady. I don't know if well, it's an entertaining movie. Like yeah. that's why people love this movie. Sure. Because it's so much fun to watch. Right. Him just screw with people. Like right. you're just you're just laughing with him right. uh, while he's just like messing with everyone in his path. And right. I guess in that way, it is kind of a con movie. Mm-hmm. Sure. But 
I don't know if that's what really stands out in my mind after mm-hmm. freshly watching it. Sure. I think it's it's just a great true story. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. What would that be called? A it's not a documentary. No, no, not at all. It's like a an yeah. inspired by true events story. Inspired. So yeah. I I mean I don't know. Yeah. Brady. Yeah. You you can't make you can't make it up. Right. No. Truth, so that, so truth is stranger than fiction. That's why it's so good. Yeah, that's true. So I think if it were not true, uh, right, it would just it would become flat. Like it'd be like really like he's already he's already been a pilot. He's already been a doctor. Now you're going to tell we us he's been a go, lawyer. Really? Like did all the, like come on? I if, think you took this a little yeah, too far. We'd kind of right. judge the the writer. Yeah, you know, we'd be like guys being you, a little too elaborate. You had some fun the first two things. Mm-hmm. Let's cut it down yeah that's true if it wasn't a true story it'd be like come on yeah you like, go you'd be shaking your head going this is we've it. had enough <laughs> our kids are home we got to get home like yeah traffic's a nightmare mm-hmm. we don't want to see one more thing yeah that's true that's true i'm gonna i'm gonna ignore your question and ask you one of my own oh um, that's encouraged <laughs> the uh emily being the rookie didn't know that but that wasn't even yeah, an option yeah, she yeah. the poor girl had to uh, answer my oh, question had to answer it. early on in the film sure when uh like mom and dad are still together sure and um jack dawson comes home to find um <laughs> mom with uh, like some white-haired guy right yeah uh are are we supposed to assume they were playing patty cake? Was that like, are they? So, I mean, she's, she's sleeping with him. Well, so later on when they that's actually. That's not who she ends up marrying. Yes, it is. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So they show a the picture of him at the house when the FBI agents oh, go okay. there. Okay. So they're definitely, you know. And so, like. <laughs> who knows? So give me, like, he. I wasn't so, in the room, so, so I can't say. dad got in trouble with the IRS. Big time, apparently. Yeah. By doing yeah. what? He hired some company to. Uh, I like, don't dad's know. dad's not a con man. I think maybe he probably just cut corners somewhere and probably chintzed the IRS or was doing something fraudulently. Right. But we, I don't know if we know exactly he, what he did. He's kind of like he—he he wasn't a con man, but he. Oh yeah. He, the Sorry, dad. I'm is? agreeing with you. No, no. Like, okay. The right, dad's he's not, not really a con man. No. But he is. He has conning tendency. Like he's manipulative. Oh yeah. Right. Like he does yeah. the thing with the necklace at the bank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is where mm-hmm. you know. Or at at the at the suit, suit shop, shop to get. Right. Or like even gets his own son to pretend to be a, a, a driver just to give him the image of like, oh, I'm a successful businessman. I am, you know, I'm affluent enough that I can support yeah, myself so as a driver. He's, yeah. he's kind of instilling the values in uh, in Leo mm-hmm. that um, uh, the truth isn't going to get you success. Right. The truth isn't isn't your best option here. No, no, no. Um which I was what I've been saying for years, so I don't know why. <laughs> That's a big, you know, surprise. Great parenting, but. right there. Yeah. yeah, I I think one of the reasons it's it's great is because it's fun. You get to see all this stuff, sure, and it's unbelievable. But it at the end, it's talking about human beings who are you. You just get the depth of the human story that's told. So you get the protagonist DiCaprio but also even Tom Hanks that they're both in their own ways it's easier to believe the certain lies about their lives than actually facing truths and so whether it's that or the subplot between DiCaprio and kind of reeling from the the divorce of his parents and 
his mom moving on and he has to move on in his life and even him adjusting to life outside of prison when he gets home like just the human element that mm-hmm. adds the character depth that kind of it kind of adds it to the recipe here and it just kind of comes well, out I as like, a nice pie yeah sorry to, I don't no I, that's you. it please i i like that you kind of come to a point to where you're you want frank to get away right but you also kind of want uh the guy to catch him like right. you're kind of rooting for both of them yeah uh and yeah. they're directly in in um contrast with each other like right. you you would almost assume that one is the good guy and one is the bad guy but mm. that's not really how at least that's not how i watch no. it you know i kind of go oh i kind of want him to catch him you know you just kind of you're frustrated along with him when he doesn't catch him that you know all those times and then you're yeah. also kind of really glad that frank got away it's true actually that's a good point because both the protagonist and the antagonist they both have like the binary kind of things that the audience is cheering for like you mm-hmm. you, you, you just said it like you want the detective to sometimes catch leo but sometimes they're like ah, i hope it doesn't pan out but for his own good you're hoping that leo gets away sometimes or sometimes mm-hmm. that he gets caught that's that's a good point the scene when leo does get arrested and they're in that like <laughs> printing press thing uh yeah, definitely. I like. I'm sitting there yeah. thinking, I'm not. I don't have a side here. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I want him to, to, to you know, get the slip again. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I Tom Hanks needs to catch a break here. Sure. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I, yeah, yeah, that's crazy yeah. because typically, you know, uh, typically I think the formula is. For a movie like this, right. the normal thing to do would be to have you rooting mm. for the bad guy. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, for the for con sure. man. For the con yeah. man. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that you kind of feel this, um, you know, they would set it up in, in sort of a way so that you you empathize with the con man and that, uh, you know, yeah, you feel like the, the authorities are... are are the villains here sure um but in this it it wasn't that it no. was just too you know yeah and i think that cannibalistic mice that were trying to eat each other <laughs> well Whoa. i think it's amazing they were able to do that with with the fbi agent's character because mm. they didn't really tell us that much about his life they told us he had a daughter yeah but we never saw her no. we never really learned much and somehow mm. they were still able to paint a character yeah. that we felt deserved a break or that we were rooting for so it's i don't know it's it's good the way that they were able to kind of paint that picture i think because and i think that's a good point because like really he was just a detective who was really focused on his work and i feel my impression is he was not one dimensionally portrayed in this movie but Mm -hmm. i feel that could have easily been the case Mm -hmm. like just to have a detective whose soul like he's a workaholic to say the least. That's probably why he lost his family. Did That's they probably ever why. really say that? Not I don't really. feel like they did. But yeah, it's like he's working on Christmas Day. So he's a workaholic. Yeah. yeah. And it'd be so easy for, in a movie if it hadn't been done properly, whether it be the screenplay like or the narrative that they gave this character or the actor himself. But it would have been really easy for them to paint themselves into a corner where it's just a very one-dimensional bad guy so to speak and no one's cheering for him. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just the magical power of Tom Hanks. I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, I'm wonder like here's the thing. I'm wondering uh, even if even if they had intended for you to root against the authorities, mm. do you think the fact that 
uh, there does not exist a film in which you can be rooting against Tom Hanks. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't know if that's just a, like, I'm trying to, th- I was sitting here trying to think what's a movie yeah. where Tom Hanks is the villain and we Ch- don't like, Tom we Hanks. challenge the viewers. If you can think of a movie where we root against Tom Hanks, put like, it in the comments. Like sometimes in Toy Story, Woody's being a bit of a dick, but we like take that back. There's never no. There's time. Oh yeah, in the Woody, first Toy Story, Buzz, for sure. Buzz in the first brought Toy Story. It, Buzz was the Buzz kill, and Woody <laughs> acted appropriately. He That's another him. podcast. Are you me? That's no. another podcast. He pushed him out the window. <sighs> yeah, he slipped. He he slipped. Woody had an identity crisis he, and he fell with style. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sorry, Emily. Did you think you had one in mind? Or I, not? Well, I thought there was maybe some war type movie where he played Hitler. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Stalin. I don't know. I'm yeah. probably he is wrong. in a war movie, but he is a good guy, quote unquote. In Saving Private Ryan. Correct. Yeah, have you, the, have you seen that movie? Corp- yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm surprised. He's, he's not really. There's a lot of good movies you've not seen. It's true. There's a lot of good movies you've not seen. That's a true fact. I'm gonna have to Google that later. Yeah. Tom Hanks is a bad guy. Tom Hanks is a bad guy. You'll find all sorts of. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even. It's not even his movie career. It's just like you know the fact that he clubs baby seals and. So, as so a side note. <laughs> Is is sad as it is, like when there's certain celebrities where things come forward of different natures of you know, oh, as a human being, I'm disappointed that they did X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. If Tom Hanks to me is the most even keel celebrity, like he's been married to the same woman since 1988, like he is just like so. If, if You're anything, something must be up. No, no, not at all. He must. If have some anything came forward, whether whatever whatever it was, I think my world would fall apart. Just because like he's the litmus test. Like if he was doing something, like I wouldn't yeah. know what to believe anymore. Right. Like when I guess when we lost, at least for me, when sure. we lost Kevin Spacey, I was right. like, eh. Sure. Like yeah. he's, he, I enjoy watching the movies, but I'm not like I've never looked at Tom Hanks is like the guy where you're like, oh. be my uncle. Yes. Like he's just got that yes. kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Like the tears. I would have to wring the tears off my pillowcase if that. If that right. Uh, anyway. Which I had a little bit like not everyone that now this is not everyone in our generation. Sure. Um, watched anything that he was in, but for me that was kind of a Bill Cosby sure, thing, where yeah. I was just like, "What is even true?" Yeah, like mm-hmm. the grandfather yeah. of of don't do drugs and right. stay in school and sure. take your vitamins. Yeah, is mm-hmm. a creepy bad guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, anyway. there's actually another Tom Hanks film that was on my short list. Oh, I really wanted. I I mean, this genre. Yeah, <laughs> was hard to pick. Yeah, but. I loved the movie Sully. I thought that that is that the one with the seagulls. Epic. Yeah. Yes. The flight. Stop. Stop. Pete is excited. That, that's a really good movie. So I haven't seen it. Oh, uh, but I know. Um, I yeah, I haven't seen it, but I I do know the the, the story. I know the real story. Right. Yeah. Right. Like because yeah. that happened. It wasn't it was that like long ago. 2010. Yeah. Yeah. Like we yeah. were yeah. So consenting I, adults when uh, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, and I say that all seriousness because there's certain things like say if it was the Gulf War or whatever, like we weren't like there's like well, if it I happened wasn't. in 1989 or something, mm-hmm. it's within grasp of our lifetime, but mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. I mean, like, so we I was remember it. 17. Short nine so, years ago. OK, you were an adult who could do well, activities of daily living adult. for yourself. No. Anyways. Uh, yeah. No. But I remember. I remember because it was big in the right. news. Like it was a it was a mm-hmm. yeah. deal. Yeah. So I haven't seen the movie. Sure. Um, but I I I remember 
the event. Right. So, yeah. You know, cool. Kind of like I, I haven't watched any of the, there's like a bunch of really B-list um, 9-11 films out right. there. Right. Yeah. Yep. And I only say that because I'm pretty sure Nick Cage stars in one of them. I, I watched that movie. <laughs> he's it like is. a firefighter or something. Yeah. No, he's a cop. And there's, is it Tony Pena? He was in it as well. And Poor Nick. Yeah. I have a book you should lend. Or I should lend you. It's it's like all Nick Cage quotes. It's okay. fantastic. That's, it's that's a picture so book. So it's. But you can't, like, you have to read them really really worked up i feel like he lost the last shred of his credibility after he was in that left behind movie so uh, i don't know see know. i think it, it was happened pretty bad before that but, but bad lieutenant was a little before that and that was even worse see but uh, and i am know of that one i'm of the opinion that they he they could pull a james cameron avatar tomorrow and be like uh so we're going into production on national treasure three four five and six and i'd be like Take my money. I would so see so that. Okay, I will admit, I love that movie. Yeah. I so love National Treasure. Them. Yeah. Both of them are so good. I love I, them. Like, oh, yeah. 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 Definitely uh, guilty mm-hmm. of that. But yeah. Yeah. We love to make Amazing. fun of Nick, poor guy. Oh. Uh. It's like the fantastical wisdom of Nick Cage, I think, is the title of the book. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so John so Back to the movie. The, but I don't know that. I don't know that I, for it being a John Williams score, I don't know that I ever noticed the music. Oh, you need a pulse check. Really? It was... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm actually concerned if you're getting blood flow to your peripheries. You know. Like, there was like a whole mantra of like, this is the theme that they play when he is like beginning to think Mm -hmm. of a scheme or like his like mo- his melancholy tone when he's like depressed about his father. Yeah, it or was very John Williams. Yeah, and it, like it just he had a pattern. It's yeah. like part of the storytelling. Would you? I would agree. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, in my defense, if I heard it, I would know immediately what it was. Sure. In yeah. my defense, the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah. We were watching it sure. at a volume that you watch with your grandmother who doesn't realize it's that low because her hearing aid is turned all the way up. And so you're awkwardly just sitting there going, that's, I feel like I'm missing important exposition, That's my bad. Grandma. I'm, I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, but Hydro isn't free, so we're gonna, you can't have I, it on unlimited it's, volume. It's, so. a, it's a sound, they're all like energy star now. Yeah, you could leave your TV on 24-7. You know what? When you not. pay the bills at my house, you can do what you want. Okay. This just got really weird. <laughs> Not, sorry, you can do what you want in regards to turning lights Maybe on and off. Maybe he's worried about the like neighbors. That. Yeah. So, um, Brady. Uh, following our our kind of um, the pattern that seems sure. to arise in these sure. episodes of yep. ours, mm-hmm. uh, which character did Sean Connery almost play? Oh, but, so we're doing trivia. Is that is that? Uh, the do you game? have tri- you have some <sighs> trivia? Boys and girls, I'd have me some trivia. All right. Okay. Uh, so should we get to that point? So this is a thing that we do. Excited. Okay. Where Pete actually prepares for the episodes. And I I have, I have can't a re- remember to bring power cords for computers. I've got a six-page Word doc going here. You really? Wow. Yeah. Six a lo- pages? A lot of it is like stuff on the internet, like copy-paste and like I don't use. But like it's what like... The, a, but what? this is also arguably maybe Pete's favorite movie ever. So... Yeah, I wouldn't say that, but it's close. What? He's, what's? Sorry, what are the Velociraptor scratches happening on your chest right now? There's like, pardon? There's just like these red, like yeah. aggressive. Where? Like right there. Here? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea. And it's just, it's weird. 
probably well, the baby. Yeah, I do have a daughter with sharp nails, so. I True. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so four. There are four questions tonight, boys and girls. All right. They, so we're, they we're start, each responsible for two correct answers. Yeah, but you guys can work in tandem. Okay. Teamwork. Okay. On a friend. Um, I don't have a friend. They, st- <laughs> <laughs> they start off easy. They okay. get pretty kind of weedy. Like, it's kind of like, are you serious? Like, how, whatever. How, how could we possibly know that? Yeah. One of those where it's like, yeah. what was the exact what? dollar value gross of the film? <laughs> and then you wait for the multiple choice questions, and you're like, no, no. Just no multiple choice. Just tell number. me the number. <laughs> yeah, so here we go. Um, <laughs> all right. So, question number one. <laughs> the story of Frank Abagnale Jr.'s exploits had one of the longest and most difficult journeys from its first pitch to its eventual production. You didn't write this question. No, this is that is a oh, quote okay. from something. Um, so it, it had been attempted to be made a few times. In 1981, it was originally announced that his story would be filmed and that Frank would be played by who? John now, Connery. I'm, I'm going to give you four answers. Or four options, that is. I really hope I've put not. one outlier out there to kind of help you guys. So if you can identify the outlier, you can narrow it down to three answers, okay? Okay. The first option, Dustin Hoffman. The second option, ironically, Tom Hanks. The third option, Robert De Niro. Or option number four, friend of the show, Sean Connery. Okay, so here are my thoughts. I'm not going to give an answer, but here are my thoughts. Yeah, sure. Uh, my th- first thought was, ooh, Dustin Hoffman, Tom Hanks, these are all kind of like older guys, but you're saying 81. 1981. So they would have been young. They would yeah. have fit that okay, yes. kind of. And I'm just going to put this out there. Robert De Niro is younger than I thought he was. And he would have been even younger De Niro, in 1981. I'm guessing right now is 55. Robert De Niro? No, Robert De Niro. He's is. in his late 70s. Old now. Yeah. yeah. Right. But in the 80s, he would have been a lot younger. Right. He would have been like in his late 30s. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, huh. So I'm going to say Sean Connery is the outlier. <laughs> I'm going to eliminate that. Although. You never know. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way that they took, because the guy, like, think about it from, this guy's from, what, like, the Bronx, right? And so there's no way, there's no way that Sean Connery is pulling off But if he can do Jersey Simba. Accent. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Because at one point, even, like, Tom Hanks' character I've had, says I'm... the word forged check, and it's like, he farged the check. <laughs> But it, yeah, he's trying to do like a Boston Irish accent, so it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What say you? What say you both? I mean, De Niro's. De Niro wouldn't have to really do much of a voice. De Niro's really kind of got the voice. This is just a guess. This mm-hmm. is a blind guess. Mm-hmm. I was just going to go with Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman was hot on the scene at the time. Because Rain Man happened later around, after that. After that, yep. Uh, yeah, I I could go for Hoffman. I I mean, Tom Hanks is one of those options where you kind of want to rule him out because he was in this one. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it'd be very 
poetic. Sure. If mm-hmm. he almost was in it as the younger guy, but yeah. yeah so we'll go. We'll, we'll we'll go with B. Dustin Hoffman. It was actually A. Dustin Hoffman. Oh, okay. but that's correct. That's correct. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you guys are off to a good nice. start. Good for you. All right. Okay. <laughs> the second question. Keep our legs. <laughs> for now. Second question. Here we go. Steven Spielberg wasn't the first choice for directing this film. Uh, There were some several factors, but production was moved back a few times. So that led to kind of a musical chairs situation where there's different directing options and it was A, then B, then C. Mm -hmm. So this led to a kind of unique circumstance where certain key cast members had been locked in before Spielberg was officially the director um, because he wanted to just produce the movie. Um, He was finally convinced to direct the movie. Uh, in part due to one of the cast members gifting him an autographed picture so that Spielberg could give it to one of his family members. Which cast member gave this autograph that helped him help Spielberg decide to direct the movie? A. Tom Hanks B. Leonardo DiCaprio C. Amy Adams or D. Christopher Walken <laughs> Do we get to find out what family member wanted yes, this? Yes, I will tell you. Okay. You don't tell us now. Or no. After? Oh. Sorry, after. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Systematically working through it, I feel like Leo. I, f- just, I feel like if I feel it's, like it's, if it's his I feel like daughter, it's his daughter. Then it's Leo. Then it's Leo because like, it doesn't make sense to be Tom Hanks because I'm pretty sure. Does I'm he have pr- a daughter? I'm pretty sure Spielberg. <laughs> Spielberg done a movie with Hanks prior to this? He must have. Perhaps. Did Steven is is Castaway a Spielberg? I thought it was no, Zemeckis. It's not a Spielberg. It's not. No. Um. Hmm. Castaways are based upon true story too, isn't it? Is no. it? I'm not no. sure. No. Oh, okay. I'm mixing yeah. it with something else then. Yeah. No. Are you kidding me? We'd all Tom be using, Hanks just makes we, everything so believable. Yeah. We would, if that was a true story, we'd all be using <laughs> UPS. Yeah. There's you no mean way. FedEx? Yeah. No, no, we wouldn't be using FedEx. <laughs> oh, okay. Be boycotted. Right. <laughs> Screw you guys. Um, Let's see. You. Another yeah, blind if, guess. If it's if it's the kid, could be a kid. The kid then could be Aunt Bertha. Gotta be. Could be his wife. Could be his dog. It's not Christopher Walken. <laughs> you wouldn't want his autograph. No. No. Fair enough. No, Harsh. I would just I would want him to record my voicemail. It's not Amy Adams because I don't think she was big enough yet <laughs> mm. for anyone to care. That's harsh about her I, sig- her I think, autograph. I think maybe she's still not. That is, I I in actually I did look up her IMDb yeah. and there was a lot of her huh, on there. Okay, <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's got to be Leo. Yeah, I'm gonna say Leo too. That is the correct answer. Leonardo DiCaprio. Those are- his kid was on board daughter. before Spielberg gave the autograph to Spielberg's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Spielberg was mm-hmm. popular in the Spielberg household for a while. Okay, here's one. This is kind of it's a little Tom Hanks trivia. Okay. okay. Tom Hanks themed question. This was the seventh movie in a row of Tom's as an actor to gross over a hundred million. Amy Can you name six. the previous six? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Forrest Gump. Are these Was that cons- before? are these okay. consecutive films? It's consecutive films. Oh That's my. why it's impressive. A hundred oh million. My. Oh my god, man. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so what? Sick, this movie, movie came out in two thousand two. Correct. So working backwards, 
Uh, do we have to do them in order? Or no, just I'll just okay, allow so, them. Okay, um, so Toy Story, the first Toy Story has got to be one. Nope. No, that was... But it came out in 97, didn't it? 95. Yeah. Okay, so maybe... Okay. So that's... Too, too far. How many... We get three strikes? Sure. Well, you didn't make any noise when I said Forrest Gump. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's not... Incorrectly. Um, oh, damn. Yeah, that's... Uh, so no. I, it probably actually was lucrative, but it's not within the sequential of the previous six. Wow. Okay. So that's two. Oh, what yeah. happened? I'm okay. So when did? Okay. So what movies has he been in? There's Big, but I think Big's old. Yeah. It's old. Oh. Um. When is Castaway? Oh. I think that's like 2001. I'm gonna be real bad. At, I'm not gonna be any help for this. I think Castaway's got to be one. So that's one. Yep. Okay. I'm honestly just trying to think of classic tom hanks movies when did the second toy story come out mm, perhaps one of the toy stories what's the number over over a hundred million uh domestically worldwide i think just in generally mm. oh i don't want to say toy story 2 just but what what the heck else i'm gonna flip you toy story 2 that is one i'm Um, gonna let you okay it came out of your mouth you got it uh saving private ryan yes um and just so you know that those you've got the bookends so saving private ryan was the first of this seven in a row and catch me if you can was the seventh so we have three now you have we need three four so saving private ryan toy story 2 castaway and catch me if you can of, okay, of the so seven, sorry. Of the, yeah. Three of the six. Three yep. of the six. Yep. Uh, okay, I'm feeling... So Turner and Hooch, I wonder how... That's in the 80s. That's in the 80s. Yeah, yeah I wasn't, that wasn't a guess. No, I'm, I've never said it was. Calm down. <laughs> um, <laughs> you need to calm down. Um, um, you said big. Would what big other, have I, been? No, I think no. he's... Because he's young. He's, that's got to be yeah. early late 80s, early 90s was mm. big. I am a Sleepless in Seattle fan. I wonder if I would have... Work that into this game or not? Is he in that movie? Uh, he you are. I don't want to talk to you ever again. <laughs> That's okay. not it. I'm just. I'm trolling. Uh-huh. But should I just give you the other three? Um, I think. Give, give 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 me a second. I'll give you the of the three the least like popular? likely that the okay. least popular. You've got mail. So another Meg Ryan oh, Tom Hanks yes. movie. Okay. So two more. How did I forget about that one? Yeah. That's such a good one. Hmm. This I don't one. know. Just give it Okay, to Road to Perdition. Nope. I don't I've never heard of that. And the Green Mile. Green Mile. Yeah. So in order, Saving Private Ryan, You've Got Mail, Toy Story 2, The Green Mile, Castaway, Road to Perdition, and Catch Me If You Can. Seven movies in a row that he acted that did really well. So, wow. so he just he knocked off just with like boom, 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 And boom. then did a streak end or did he continue the streak? The streak ended. It was some yeah, other what comes out movie. after I've, this movie. It, it was something crappy that I had not seen. It mm. was the Lady Killers maybe? Oh, I have seen it and it kind of sucked. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I don't killers. know. It. Yeah, it was pretty poor. Uh, last question. Anyone who kills ladies is... It's a misnomer. Not okay. They don't. You're right. That's <laughs> my, true. That's my PSA. But it's a misnomer. <laughs> don't kill women. Okay. So Steven Spielberg, John Williams, and Tom Hanks, arguably, I'm not saying they are, but arguably, you can make a case, are some of the most classic household names when it comes to their respective fields of directing, composing, and acting. You could argue. Mm-hmm. Williams and Spielberg have collaborated, collaborated over 20 times. So they've just... Made yeah. a lot of stuff together. Hanks and Spielberg have only collaborated five times. Mm-hmm. 
This marks the first of four films where all three of them have been united. So one of the four is Catch Me If You Can. Can yeah. you name the other three that all three of them have participated in to create something? And this is the earliest one? This one is the second of the four. Okay. Uh, did Spielberg do uh, Saving Private Ryan? I am not going to be any help the, so, again. <laughs> so, okay, so for sure the Terminal is one. That is correct. So you've got Catch Me If You Can and the Terminal, so two out of the four. Um, oh, uh, oh, see, I would again, I would have said Castaway, but if Castaway is not Spielberg... Uh, oh, and it's also not Williams. Mm. Who did Forrest Gump? I don't know. I don't know if it's just... I'm going to say Saving Private Ryan. Cat Miller! Cat Miller! Yeah? Yep. Okay. And... Um, the fourth. The fourth is... Sully? No. No. The Post. The post. More recent. Okay. Yeah, I haven't oh, seen that one yet. Oh, yes. But that's uh, Emma Thompson. I, I don't know. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's like no, it's another I true story. It had, uh, who's that woman from Devil Wears Prada? I don't Meryl, know. Meryl Streep? Streep. I thought yeah, she was Meryl in Streep's in it. That's yeah. who it is. Yeah, that's the true story one about like, the, the, the or newspaper and or, stuff. Yeah. New York Times. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, any other trivia? No. Yeah. I have two questions, to, real quick questions okay. about the movie I want to ask you guys. One's yeah. not even a question. It just has to be said. It is incredible how Leo was 28 at the time of this portraying a 16 oh, yeah. year old and you and you buy it oh yeah oh yeah they did a really good job like the mm-hmm. fa- i was watching this going uh this came out five years after titanic yeah and he looks younger than he did in titanic yeah i guess it's the hair and the way they dress him and yeah it could even be the way they filmed at certain angles make him look yeah. shorter or something who knows yeah. but yeah. yeah they did a good yeah, job it was really that. it was impressive um the other thing i love in general what they did in this movie but I, there's just certain things about filmmaking that I just love so one nuance of filmmaking I love is set and costume design specifically in this because I, I was watching a, a, an interview on this they start in color both in costume and tone of the visuals mm-hmm. they start more monotone in nature and the more bold and kind of riskier he gets in his decision making the more vibrant the colors so right. just with the lighting, with the clothing worn at his parties, yeah. like just it's very monotone to start, and then it progressively just gets vibrant. Yeah, and I love totally. I there's that. certain filmmaking things like that that I'm just like that is so cool. Things mm-hmm. that you don't notice. Smart. But yeah. one one actually one question, and then this is it. This is not individual to this movie, but all road and concrete services were wet in every shot of this movie, and it's just that some producers and directors prefer the look of like wet concrete over dry concrete have you ever noticed that in movies like it'll there like every car in the scene is dry but the wet the road is soaking wet huh yeah i'm not sure officially why i didn't pick up on it yeah and i don't think i've ever noticed it i've noticed it in movies i'm like why is the driveway wet Hmm. Like what? Interesting. And in yeah. suits like this, I could be coming home and be like, whose car is in front of my house? And the car is completely bone dry and the sidewalk is discolored from rain. I think like dry concrete just washes out the frame or something. It's know, like yeah. it gets much darker when it's wet. Sure. I don't know. Or maybe 
they like reflective surfaces or something I, like, I don't like know. That seems weird, though. That yeah. seems counter. I want you guys to pay attention to it now when you watch movies. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely. Yeah. Moving forward. One thing yeah. I've noticed in every movie is they always just leave the door open. Yeah. They you just, should they listen to a podcast about Baby Driver. We talked about Yeah, they leave all the door in Baby Driver. Every yeah. time they park the car, yeah. nobody shuts the damn door. <laughs> also, so that's one of the things that bug me in movies. And the other is that nobody ever ends a phone call by saying goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's they, scripted. <laughs> they hang up like uh, mid conversation. Right. They're like, yes, I'll do that. Click. Yeah. Like, who does that? Yeah. And the guy on the other end, you can just imagine it's going, okay, I love you. Bye. <laughs> like, totally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, um, I'll pick up the eggs then. Uh, okay. Well, cool. so what you watched this week, Pete? So I watched a really different movie named Splice that you recommended. Which to me. I'm dying to. We've hung out like twice mm-hmm. since you've watched that movie and you <laughs> haven't been able to say anything about it to me. Yeah. So, okay. So here we go. I hope you don't have a horse in this race because I'm going to rip it apart. Yeah, you really don't like it? I gave it a three out of ten. Okay. So one... <laughs> which I, which I, like, sure. and that's it. I didn't come to you saying... No. The, to be fair, I didn't come you did to you not. saying this is an incredible movie. Nope. I said yeah. um, this is either for you or it's not. Sure. Uh, and that I just wanted you to really pay attention to what is the film saying. Right. Yeah. And I know that's what I was supposed to do, but ultimately some of the ethical dilemmas and some of the weird stuff that was going on for me was overshadowed by the quality of the film. And I just couldn't get past it. And so, and even just sometimes when things were happening, I'm like, is this happening because the story is naturally progressing and it's like, oh, I'm uncomfortable, but I'm here for the ride? Or did the creative team get in a circle and be like, hey, Tom, you know what would be really effed up if we did that and just kind of made it happen? I So, to, sorry, to fill Emily in here, Splice is a, oh, is a movie about two yeah. um, genetic splicing mm-hmm. um, stem cell kind of scientists. Yeah. Okay. Who are um, have become somewhat proficient in creating life. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've got a couple of um, I would uh, animals, yeah, but they're not really organisms or some sort of like large, mm-hmm. like you know maybe two foot long, yeah, um, new species. Not furry, no mm. skin, not really even eyes. Just kind of this moving blob that produces um, uh, proteins that they can Mm -hmm. extract and use for medicine and stuff like that. So anyways, um, to make a long story short, it's a movie about, it's kind of like Jurassic Park, Mm. but without dinosaurs. So so they kind of, it's a movie about what can science do and not what should science do. And so they basically end up creating something that is, we'll say... 65 75% human yeah um using basically they use a, a human egg they use a female egg sure um and they create this kind of monster new species right. um okay. and so like kind of a frankenstein movie kind of <laughs> kind of but then like just one of them yeah one of them ends up like like yeah they're like they raise it like a pet it's got this accelerated accelerated aging thing so yeah it it ages really fast and adrian brody ends up like having relations with it 
yeah. we'll call it relations. Like okay. it's just it gets so it's it a lot of sound un- like something I'd want to see. A lot no. of uncomfortable stuff happens. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the peripheral acting. In fact, most of the acting was pretty poor. It was terrible. Adrian Brody was not his best film decision joining choice. Which is weird. He's the only really recognizable face oh, in this movie. The only. And it's like, what do you, what bet did you lose? Why are you a part of this? <laughs> Why, dude? What are you doing with your life? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just find it annoying because in in this movie, I was like aligned with the corporate stooges that were like you can't do this or you can do that like i was more invested with them just because like i wasn't worried about the ethical dilemmas i was just these are actually bad scientists not morally they're just bad at Mm. their jobs Mm -hmm. like i just find it annoying when sneaky sneaky scientists go into their labs at night where there's no security systems whether lock keys like cameras and they can do the desired experiment by themselves. Like not every with, superhero movie Yeah, ever. not the teams <laughs> of people that's required in experimentation, but like one dude can do it. Anyway, that bothers me. Especially the questionability about the fact that their project was shut down. Yeah. And the lab kind of like taken away from them. But. And they were still able to spend the next six weeks uninterrupted yeah. doing this very... Hmm. sketchy dangerous experiment. our funding has been cut but we're just gonna keep, keep going. at it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also just one last thought S- screw elsa she was a scumbag through and through she like kept in turning frozen? no oh, okay this the other scientist like she kept yeah. turning the knife on adrian brody oh yeah forcing him to do things he wouldn't want and then when stuff would hit the fan she'd have the nerve to be and i wrote down the quotes because they angered me so much she'd be what are you doing do something about it. Help me. Like, she was, like, putting the heat on Adrian. I'm like, dude, you need to walk away. Once the movie ends, like, at the very end of the movie, you realize just how sick she is. She's like, messed she's up. She's a mess. She okay, needs so to... anyways. Ugh. I watched... Uh, <laughs> Sounds like fun. Yeah, Don't I, watch it, I watched everyone. a movie called Lost in Translation mm, with okay. Scarlett Johansson Scar- and Bill jo- Murray. Yeah. Um, and I have been waiting all week to say... Um, that I forgive you, but don't let it happen again. What? If you ever you s- recommend hot trash to me like that ever again. So the movie starts out and I, I just, can I just say, I, I just, not seen it. I just went on a website and it showed the 25 most influential scenes in cinematic history. So things from like the intro to Saving Private Ryan to like Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. One of them was the 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 goodbye between Scarlett Johansson and Bill Murray in Lost in Translation. Okay. That well, made the top twenty five. So I'm yeah, just saying. Well, when yeah, the list was I should check the. I'm going to send you the list. Check the education of the people who put that list together. <laughs> I the movie there was one moment. I I had high hopes. I really wanted sure. to like this movie. Sure. And the whole scene at the beginning. With the Japanese, like the Japanese mm. translator and no subtitles, sure. had me in stitches. That was hilarious <laughs> because Bill Murray's sitting there, and he's in Japan, right. and he's doing a um, a commercial for right. a new Japanese whiskey. <laughs> and the director, who doesn't speak a lick of English, it goes on and he's like, he's got this big long sentence. He's like, you know, blah 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 blah. Uh, and then the translator looks at Bill Murray and says, uh, he said yes. <laughs> yeah. And Bill Murray's like, are you sure? Is that all he said? Like, Kind of seems like yeah. maybe he said a lot more than that. Yeah. And that happens like a couple of times. And it, I was like, 
Sure. This is really funny. Sure. The person I watched it with was like, I think there's supposed to be subtitles. And no. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're supposed to be just as lost as Bill Murray is. Yeah. And so that I really liked. Sure. Um, the, the film starts out with a just a shot of a butt. Yeah, that is a little It's Scarlett Johansson's butt. Yeah. And is it actually? It is. It is. Well, and it could be a stand-in, well, but it's the character's okay. it's, butt. It's the character's yeah. butt. And she's lying on her side on a bed. Sure. She has pink panties on. Okay. Uh, but they're definitely unnecessarily see-through. <laughs> okay. Like, like there's so much definition. Like that is the butt crack. Mm. That is the whole. That is that's everything. And so I was like, I don't like when it first started, and that's the first shot of the film. I'm like, what kind of movie is this? Has Pete got <laughs> me watching? I don't. You know. Um, and also, she spends most, it, like, this movie takes place over the course of, I would say, a week and a half. Sure, yeah. Um, in every other scene, she's back in that underwear. Mm-hmm. In that underwear. Yeah, you can do laundry. So it, it seems to be the only <laughs> panties she actually owns, so that's gross. Yeah. Um, you can do but, laundry. No, I don't know. I Honestly, <laughs> my... Her favorite pair of underwear. My yeah. impression of this you film... You don't have a lucky pair? <laughs> well... My, I, I just don't wear. Anyways, sure. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, I, my, my impression of the film <laughs> mm-hmm. was that it felt like, um, a, it felt like a student film. Sure. It felt like a, a, some kid, some teenager who had never actually directed oh. a oh. feature length film. Oh man! Somehow landed Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson. Oh. Wow. <laughs> And wow. the actor that plays Phoebe's brother who likes to burn things. Right. Who, mm. who? okay, right from the get, that guy's married to Scarlett Johansson? Back back it up. There's not a chance. David uh, Arquette, right? Sure. Mm. I don't know. Whatever. The creepy guy. Um, he's not creepy. Oh, he's so creepy. He's the medic. Is he, isn't he like the medic from Saving Private Ryan? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um, it just, the cuts felt really awkward like sure. I, I, th- I think they were going for a, an artistic style with this movie that uh, just yeah. didn't land for me sure and I kind it the, the movie just felt like potentially the most anticlimactic movie I've ever seen I kept wait I I I continued watching it I, I was hating it mm. but I continued watching it well for two reasons one I had to <laughs> contractually. And two, I kept thinking to myself, something's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Something has to happen. And nothing ever really happened. Like, Mm -hmm. like they have an affair that never really actually turns into an affair. No. They kiss. And it's not even like, like, I I don't think they, there's no tongues. No. They just kind of kiss and then walk away never to see each other ever again. Right. And the whole time I'm like, come on, rock the sheets. Like, like I was so sure that <laughs> that doesn't need to happen. Actually, well, no, but I was so sure that it was going to like, hmm. there was just no, there was no crisis that ever happened. Right. There was no, like nothing actually happened right. in the movie. Mm-hmm. There was no moment right. at all. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, to me, like, I mean, maybe, maybe a second viewing, mm-hmm. That I when I know what to expect, yeah. I mean that might be a little bit different, sure. but you know. So, so two quick thoughts to bring Emily into loop because I've the okay. first is yeah. a thought, the second will just kind of 
It's right. a question to you guys. Think away. So, I the reason I think I appreciate it, and everyone has different tastes. So, what I like, you don't like. That's right. just the way and, the world yeah, is. And you don't have. You don't always. You know. No. We we don't always have to both be right. So no. It's okay. That that's just no. I am this time. I'm. This tears are happy tears. In a world saturated with possibilities or possible relationships, there's these two lonely wanderers, and they cross paths, and not a, not just. They cross paths at the right physical time, but the right emotional time where they're at times in their lives where they need companionship and it's the right type of companionship. Do you, So this movie set in 2003. Would this movie even exist today? Because if I'm stuck in China or Japan, rather, and I'm needing solace or like needing interaction, would I not just use my Wi-Fi and mm-hmm. go on Netflix or talk to the people I know on Facebook. Would two strangers really still do this? And I'm I'm not trying to be the old man in the room. I am the old man in the room here, but yeah, I, I don't do, know. Would this not even happen anymore? Probably not. Know. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed the like. I will say I enjoyed their flirting. I I enjoyed the interactions they had with each other. And and like you said, it's kind of a weird because you don't really know what the nature of the relationship is because at times you think it's just kind of platonic, but then. They kind of exchange a kiss, and it's like, okay, obviously it's more than they just They fall asleep human in the bed beings. together, but they don't actually, like, nothing's happening. Yeah, like, so he that's... carries her home asleep one night and, like, tucks her, and like, okay, this is, they're just, it's a friendship. But then they kiss, and it's like, yeah, eh, anyway. Yeah, anyways. Yeah. And he's got, like, a wife and kids at home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, as you do. As you do. Um, What else <laughs> did you watch? That's... Um, so like my recommendation to you yeah did you only watch one other yeah I didn't, okay. I didn't it was, uh, that's fine um, you should watch The Prestige okay no I'm just kidding you should um, <laughs> okay uh, my recommendation to you this I'll week I'll do that in two weeks <laughs> oh time travel is Whiplash have you seen it no oh, good no one. I haven't Thank that's you. the drumming one JK yes. is it JK Simmons is that yeah. the name yes. JK Simmons yes. is in it I I want and you to that, go on this ride. And that guy. Yeah. From uh, the Footloose remake. Y- yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I remember him from, too. Me, That's too. About all. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I did see. He was really memorable in that role. We just yeah. love that guy. Yeah. It was a movie I saw. Yeah. So I haven't seen Whiplash. Good. That's um, my recommendation. Is What's the movie? Drum Drumline? Drum the Line? Walk the Line? No. There's, a, <laughs> there's one. Another drumming movie? That I think oh. maybe has uh nick cannon in it oh like a young nick cannon hmm. i don't know anyways interesting uh okay I'll watch. i concur with that recommendation i will thank you the mm-hmm. whiplash okay i will do, I will you, do you concur check. i, do I you don't know yet <laughs> I will, I will, uh, catch I you if you can lyric line drop i don't reject it uh i watched three other films my goodness i watched um a comedy mm-hmm. with drew barrymore cool and uh, Ben Stiller. Mm. Called, There's something wrong. No, no, he's just not that into called you. Duplex. Oh, curveball! Have, have you seen Duplex? No. Okay. Mm-mm. So yeah, it's a fun movie. Cool. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Um, then I watched a documentary. Wow. Um, you go. Called "Won't You Be My Neighbor?" So I watched the Mr. Rogers wow, so documentary. Good. Uh, which. <gasps> So, so my recommendation. So interestingly, <laughs> interestingly, I've never liked historically I've never liked Mr. Rogers. 
Sure. Uh, I was a Mr. Dress Up, so sure. which was a very Canadian Canadian thing growing theme, up, yeah. especially on I think like spe- he was like Toronto, so specifically sure. Ontario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I was a Mr. Dress Up kid. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, who was a little bit more vibrant than, you know. So now we're just gonna paint some colors over here on this thing. Oh, Mr. McFeely is here with a speedy delivery. Um, so I, I was never, I was, I was never a big. I think he weirded me out. I was like, uh, you know, I don't know. But I like, I love biopics. Mm-hmm. And Tom Hanks is coming out with the Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, why? Well, I, I, I kind of want to check this out. Sure. And I now. I'm so in love with Fred, Fred Rogers. Rogers. Wow. And, like, I've yeah. learned so many things. He right. was an ordained minister. Sure. Mm-hmm. He was, was, like, was he was, a Navy SEAL? Uh, he was in the, uh, I don't know. There, okay. was a, sure. uh, there was a lot yeah. of information that yeah. was very late at sure. night. Um, <laughs> but it was uh, like, here's the thing. Nowadays, and maybe like someone like Fred Rogers, it just wouldn't work today. Mm. Um, no. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. In today's standards, yep. you look at a guy like that. Mm. Um, and you think to yourself, this is an act. Mm. Um, right. And, and he must be kind of, like, he's he's weird. He must be, like, he's, maybe, maybe he's kind of creepy. Yeah, oh. Like, maybe, you know. And mm. then, you like, you watch all this stuff and you realize... He genuinely was only put on this earth to love and take care of <laughs> as many children as he possibly could. And that like wow. he and and that he <laughs> it's so beautiful. And wow. that he didn't like it this wasn't it wasn't like they said action and then he became Mr. Rogers. Right. That was Fred Rogers. They put a GoPro That's on. That's who and, he was. Yeah. Um wow. and so that to me is that's so incredible. That is cool. Uh, the other film that I watched mm-hmm. uh, was a classic, in my opinion. Sure. Again, some people, if you didn't grow up with it, then maybe sure. you don't like it so much. Uh, a film called Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Mm-hmm. Never seen it. So it's a uh, an older, it's one of the live action oh, cartoon sure. crossovers. Sure. Um, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Hmm. Um, yeah. But my recommendation to you this week will be, mm-hmm. Won't You Be My Neighbor? Cool. Um, just because I I genuinely yeah cannot if if you watch it and you you don't melt a little bit <laughs> I can't wrong. continue to you, do this. You have no soul. Yeah. Basically. I yeah. yeah. Cool. I also concur. Yeah. With that it's, recommendation. It's so wow. good. Yeah. I I like the approval that we're getting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Very, very good choices. Yeah. So uh, that about wraps it up. I think that's kind of it. Do oh, you, have, you don't want to know what I, I sure. Well, I mean. Sure. What did you watch this week? I mean, you have you have a newborn. Did you watch anything this week? <laughs> we actually watched a lot of movies. Oh, Last nice. night we watched Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Okay. Mm. Some good monster fun. Nice. Lots of monsters. Someone was, con- I heard a complaint. Maybe someone too was many like, monsters yeah, someone, that but that's the thing. Like, I think it was Nathan Grundman was saying oh. that, uh, you know, people are complaining that there's too much monsters. And right. It's like, okay, the first of all. The complaint of the first one was that Godzilla wasn't the star of his own movie. Right. So now they yeah. just had to go yeah, uh, but now they're in like, the opposite it's, direction this time. Yeah, but they're like, the name of the movie is Godzilla King of the Monsters. Right. Yeah. What I, did you expect? 
I unashamedly enjoyed it. Really? Like I, I love monster movies. Cool. I love disaster movies. I love when when buildings get, you know, torn when apart crap and hits the fan. When yeah, yeah. when it all goes down. Mm-hmm. So I make no apologies for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'd rate it. I don't. I don't okay. have a rating system. Yeah. Um, you will I, someday. I also maybe watched <laughs> You'll get How there. to Train Your Dragon about four times. I've never seen that movie. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got it on my laptop. I've just never seen it. Uh, any combination of like one, two, and three, because my two-year-old son mm. loves all of them. Nice. Yeah. I was uh, say, and go Wally ahead. is another. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see? Were you watching Wally this week? Definitely. Yes. Oh, okay. I, I had only ever seen Wally once <laughs> sure. in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was I stayed with Aaron mm-hmm. and Emily for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and um, saw Wally many we times. Could, we mm-hmm. could probably act it out right now. <laughs> I know that movie like the back of my line hand. for line, which is oh, wow. to say there's not many lines. In the right. There aren't. But, yeah, right, so, so that's kind of what's nice about it is when you're a parent and you're forced to watch the same thing over and over again. Right. It's kind of nice for it to be something that has little dialogue. Little <laughs> right. in it. So yeah. right. we, we don't mind. Another favorite is Bambi, but I don't think I saw that one this week again. Yeah. I've never seen Bambi all the way through. You don't miss much at the end. But I don't ba- think anything uh, it's important just one of those, Again, it's one of those movies we just didn't own it. Sure. Growing up, didn't have it on VHS. Fox and and the Hound was that for me. Never saw it. Yeah, and if it, like, you know, in the 90s, if you didn't own it, you either had to go buy it or maybe rent it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But there was no, like, oh, maybe it'll be on Netflix or, you know. And I feel like, you know, among kids... You know, when when you're at the Bambi watching age, Mm -hmm. you're not really lending movies to each other. No. No. So even if a friend had it, maybe that wouldn't really benefit you all that much. No, not mm. really. No. So. No. I was trying to think if that uh, James Marsden movie I watched was <laughs> this past week, where <laughs> one he where he's not a oh weenie. the best where of he's me not the wiener was it the best of me or the what? best of me yeah okay I feel like I've seen it but I don't remember what it's about but all right well, uh, the Sparks yeah. movie start I'm gonna the, they follow a certain pattern don't they yeah yeah I, I will uh, I will take that on as a second recommendation. Sure. I will watch that as well. Sure. Uh, which, so, uh, one, did you watch anything else? Or is that kind of it? Probably, but I can't just remember. Have you seen the movie Duplex? No. Can I recommend it to you? Mm. Sure. I mean, we can't really follow up, mm. but, you know, maybe maybe we will. You could comment we'll, and be we'll, like, hey, this movie Maybe sucked. we'll Skype you in and you'll yeah. have to just let us know what yeah. you thought of Duplex. Yeah. Okay. Um, quick little uh, side note. Mm-hmm. Um, next week yeah, and the following week right? Um, are kind of episodes out of time. Correct. Um, so although they're happening over the next two weeks, mm-hmm. they were actually recorded yesterday morning. Yes. Um, I am stretching my wings and flying away. Mm. Um, by the time you hear this, I've actually moved um, to hmm. the small up-and-coming village of the GTA. Um, yeah. I don't want to tell you exactly which, you know. So what's I, I feel like if, code? I feel like I feel like the cities within the GTA are small enough that if I tell you where, <laughs> someone will kill me. Sure, yeah. Yeah. that might happen sooner anyway. sooner than I'm going to get killed living in the GTA, anyways. Right. Um, but uh, you know, just to kind of help with the uh, the transition of me moving, 
um, and getting set up in college as a brain surgeon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, we've just, we've kind of pre-recorded some episodes. Yeah. Um, both great episodes. Sure. Uh, but all that means is the recommendations that Pete and I have given each other just right now mm-hmm. uh, won't actually come to fruition for like three weeks. Correct. Um, but then after that, yeah. we will be back to our regular programming. Absolutely. Um, and maybe a little glimpse behind the curtain. Um, we are going to, between now and Christmas, uh, we are going to work through uh, the eight currently released Skywalker Saga Star Wars films. Mm. Um, so episodes one through eight. Mm-hmm. Um, it won't be an every week thing. No. It won't be eight weeks straight. It'll kind of be every second or third week, yeah. sort of depending on what yeah. that schedule looks like, yeah. in order to fit them all in before... Yeah. The big crazy movie. Yeah. But what order are you going to watch them in? Yeah, see, so we need to talk that about that important. too. We I'm thinking, I'm thinking chainsaw mm. order, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, what's uh, chainsaw order? Yeah, I chainsaw don't know. order. I didn't want to sound lame. So chainsaw order is so. There's three different orders you can watch them in. Well, I mean, you could watch them in whatever order. But how long, if you how don't want to be an a hole, there's three different <laughs> orders. How, how long is our runtime? Should we have this conversation? No, no, it's, we're fine. Uh, this will take like two seconds. Okay, so yeah. you can watch them in the order that they were released, right? Yep. Right. You can watch them in the order that George Lucas intended, mm-hmm. which is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, George Lucas didn't really have sure. anything to do with seven and eight, but yep. whatever. Yep. So you can watch four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. You can watch one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Or Chainsaw Order. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Chainsaw is the good one. Yes, where you watch it... four, five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then you, you go one, you go one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Some people say, well, you can skip one, but no, it's still Star Wars. It sure Anyone is. who skips Phantom Menace is just a little crybaby if, and needs to get over themselves. Yeah, Qui Gon has, yeah. has merit. Don't. Yeah, it's Liam Neeson, man. Yeah. Get yeah. on, get on the Neeson. It's train. another movie with but Hugh yeah. McGregor. So you watch, you watch four and five, yeah. mm-hmm. and five kind of ends with a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Five mm-hmm. is not a happy ending. I don't remember. And yeah. and the end of five kind of reveals the big "I am your father" mm-hmm. moment. Um, Way to ruin it, so that everyone knows. I've part. never seen them. So shut up. Yes, you have. Then, uh, then we kind of go. Let's take a second and go back and see how did we get to this point point? Mm-hmm. and so you watch the prequels and then after watching three mm-hmm. yeah. you go back and you finish things off with yeah that's my six. favorite way because then you get hmm. you get the close you get the the climax and the closure yeah. at the end although right. my only grievance with that but it, then you continue that, with seven and eight <laughs> see and that's my thing that was my favorite order yeah but now i don't know that it works as well now that seven and eight are around right because if you watch it in release of order mm-hmm. you don't you have watch, the nostalgia of seven right mm. right when seven happens and you go oh, i haven't seen the falcon in three movies yeah. yeah, I haven't seen all of these characters in a long time mm. um True. that's that so you kind of lose that right mm-hmm. there's there's all there's 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 errors with every you know yeah. do you have a shout out you want to do emily someone uh, a good close personal friend of yours that you want to or family member we'll, f- we'll find out if the people i love care enough about me to listen to this yeah mm, this is a good litmus test <laughs> <laughs> everything that's been up to this point in your life doesn't count well yeah, it's true my sister voted okay Ooh. so she voted for catch me if you can great so we'll see if she actually bothered to listen okay and what's so your I name 
shout out to Trinity. 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 There we go. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm like the Matrix. Matrix. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah, she she's... still dating Neo, or did that not work out? Yeah, it didn't work out. Oh, she... yeah. yeah. On it the side. Kind of... Whoa. Occasionally. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> do you have anyone, Whoa. Pete? No, not this week. No, me neither. Okay, we'll stick it friends. with Trinity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, until next time, mm-hmm. which will be you. in a week. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Yeah, we thank appreciate you. It. Even if you didn't listen, mm-hmm. thank it, you for listening. Even if anyways. you just put it on play and walked away, yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> like we really appreciate it. We do. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, we do. Right. <laughs> we do. Okay. Goodbye. Bye.